Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast. I'm your host, Danielle, and this is episode 35, A Perfect Day of Eating in Walt Disney World. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for being here today. I am Danielle, an agent over at Fantastical Vacations, where we help you book magical vacations wherever you want to travel. I specialize in Walt Disney World, and that's what we're talking about today. And we're talking about another one of my favorite things, which is food. There's been plenty of episodes of this podcast so far about food, but I go to Disney for magic and memories and to eat and I like it. I look forward to the treats. I like seeing what's new and seasonal, but there are truly some tried and true favorites that I go back to every time. And if you plop me in Walt Disney World today, I want to share with you what kind of my perfect meal would be. Now, these are all very heavy things. So realistically, one should not be eating, you know, maybe all of these meals in the same day, but you are walking a lot of steps. So you do you. I'm going to go through each of the four theme parks and tell you what kind of my ideal breakfast, lunch, dinner would be at those places as well as a snack. And then we have kind of a free rest day and I'll talk about what I would grab there. Now, something that I noticed just from making my list, there are not many sit-down table service restaurants on here. That's not to mean that there aren't some great experiences, but especially in the theme parks, I really just like quick, quick service something I can mobile order or walk up and grab um, so that I can make the most out of my time. So let's get started. We're going to jump right into the Magic Kingdom and I'm going to talk about my perfect breakfast. That is absolutely going back to New Fantasyland to Gaston's Tavern and getting a cinnamon roll back there. I don't care how hungry you are. It is absolutely shareable and if you think for some reason for a family of four that you need two, that's probably wrong because that's what I did on my last trip. But these are amazing cinnamon rolls. In my opinion, they're better than the ones that you're going to get on Main Street at the Starbucks location that are shaped like Mickey. Sorry, Mickey. But these cinnamon rolls are amazing. You can ask for an extra side of frosting. They don't have a ton of menu options back there at Gaston's, which is great. It means they are quick and efficient, and you're going to get a cinnamon roll as big as your head, and it's amazing, and it is an awesome way to start your park day. So what I normally do, I get there for early entry, I ride myself a ride or two, and then I'm right back there at Gaston's getting my cinnamon roll. For lunch in Magic Kingdom, I'm doing another quick service, and I'm heading over to Pecos Bill. This is right across from Splash Mountain. They have great Tex-Mex food, tacos, bowls. There's a little something for everybody. Um, it's another mobile order situation, so you can get it set up uh, well before you're ready to eat and just get over there, tell them you've arrived. And it's really just a good meal. It doesn't have to be too heavy, but it fills you up, and I'm all about some Tex-Mex. For dinner... I've talked about this plenty of times. We are headed to Sleepy Hollow, which is just a little bitty, you know, doesn't look very fancy booth, kind of at the front of Liberty Square behind Cinderella's Castle off to the side. It's amazing. The chicken waffle sandwich. Now, they have 
other honorable mentions at this booth, the Nutella waffle, but this chicken waffle sandwich is delicious. It's got a little spicy sriracha sauce on it. It's got slaw and it is right up my alley. I have left other dining locations where my family was to walk and get this. No offense to Sleepy Hollow. They are a little bit slow, but I mean, they're like frying chicken and making waffles like they're making your stuff fresh. So don't expect to hop over there and like get something quick, quick. I'm pretty sure they are on mobile order, but again, you just may be taking a little time. There's not really much seating back there, but it is worth it to get this waffle. And then finally, where are we snacking? I find Magic Kingdom snacks to be like, okay, a lot of time my eyes are bigger than my stomach and I get something and it's just all right. Um, but I love a good savory snack. I love a good egg roll. So I am heading to the egg roll cart. When you go down Main Street, you veer, Main Street, <laughs> Main Street, you veer a little left like you're going into Adventureland. That's where the egg roll cart lives. They change out the flavors. They have pepperoni pizza, cheeseburger, pastrami, but it's just a really nice filling snack for the middle of the day. There is no mobile order. The lines can get long, but if you catch it at the right time and you can grab yourself an egg roll and then go sit on some hub grass and watch a cavalcade or a parade, it's the way to go. All right, let's head over to Hollywood Studios. For breakfast, I hope you ate before you got there. <laughs> Hollywood Studios does not have a lot of great breakfast options. A lot of their quick services like ABC Commissary aren't even open um, at breakfast time. So there is, you know, the general Starbucks location where you can get something. But if you're trying to go a little outside of the box, head over to Toy Story Land. Woody's Lunchbox um, has a few options for you. They've got like breakfast tots. They have their toaster pastries, aka Pop-Tarts, which I'm actually listing as my snack that I like to grab there. Um, but there are a few things, but honestly, if you need something like substantial and tasty for breakfast, eat before you get there. Now, for lunch, however, I'm headed over to Galaxy's Edge and getting myself a Ronto wrap at Ronto Roasters. Delicious like pita with sausage and slaw. I have a thing with slaw, y'all. I like it. Um, but this is super tasty, super yummy, filling snack. They do have a breakfast one, so you could hop over here for breakfast and lunch both, but I love a good Ronto wrap. For dinner, we're going to another one of my favorites, and that is Baseline Tap House to have some good old charcuterie, a pretzel. This is right outside the entrance to Galaxy's Edge, kind of across from Star Tour. Great outdoor seating, awesome little music playing in the background, feels swanky. Um, if you like beer, they got plenty on tap. And this is just one of my favorite places. So doing this quickly, chilling out, um, I would pick over a sit-down restaurant in Hollywood Studios. And my snack, as I said, I'm back at Woody's Lunchbox getting whatever their seasonal um, lunchbox tart might be for the time. All right, now we're heading to Animal Kingdom, and with this one, I do go kind of basic. Not a ton of things breakfast time that I love in Animal Kingdom, so I am just going to their Starbucks location, Creature Comforts. Uh, we normally kind of pass it on our way to Pandora if we're trying to hit that first thing. Just get a nice drink, a little pastry, something light to get the day started. For lunch, this is one of the sit-down restaurants that my family tends to just 
end up eating at a lot. I know Animal Kingdom has some other great places to explore and try, but we end up a lot at Yak and Yeti, and it's nice just to get off your feet. Animal Kingdom is a hot park. There is not a ton of shade, and the food there for us has always been great, um, kind of Asian-inspired cuisine there, but we always leave full and something that everyone can enjoy. And then for dinner, I'm going back to Pandora to Satuli Canteen. This is a well-raved, talked-about restaurant um, just because the food is a little different. You've got great variety. Um, they have lots of bowls you can make. So if you've got people with allergies, you know, they can get the regular rice or the cauliflower rice, gluten-free whatever stuff they may need. But then they also have things like cheeseburger pods that kids or picky eaters will enjoy. So this is a really nice one, especially to have around dinner time. It's starting to get dark and see Pandora all lit up. It's a favorite. Now for a snack, I'm really going for something that could be a meal. Um, and that's at Flame Tree Barbecue. Y'all, I love your barbecue and slaw. That's the theme of this episode is slaw with mac and cheese and an onion ring. They have that at Flame Tree Barbecue. Again, that's more of like a secondary meal I'm mentioning, but we're going to call it a snack. Check that out. The birds around will attack you while you're trying to eat it, so maybe get it and walk somewhere else, but it is a favorite for sure. All right, at Epcot, for breakfast, um, I am heading back into the World Showcase, and as soon as it opens, I am back there in France at Le Hall. There's more to the name that I can't pronounce, but this is tucked in the back corner of the France Pavilion, and it is just like a bakery with pastries and sandwiches. It's attached to like a gift shop. You're not going to have a lot of space. If you can get a table, you're real lucky, but they just have authentic, delicious things back here. Even if you're just going to grab yourself like a baguette, do it and go eat some bread and sit on the ground. Uh, for lunch, I'm hitting up the festival booths because 99% of your time during the year, Epcot has a festival going on. So I'm I'm trying those out for lunch and snack, probably even dinner, because for dinner, I just told you to go back to Le Hall. And I know that's kind of a travesty because Epcot has so many restaurants and places to eat, um, but I'm trying to get the most out of my experience. So I'm just eating French pastries all day. There are some restaurants in Epcot that I definitely still want to try. Um, sit down, have a great meal. I've had other places that have been nice and tasty. Um, but honestly, when I'm at Epcot and I tend to go with a larger group of family, it's really hard to get everyone to agree because there's so many options. So we have really found for lunchtime, especially just to kind of let people go out on their own, their own little family units or groups of two, and just like pick a booth, pick a country that you want to eat in. And we're all meet back up afterwards. And that would be something I might encourage you to do. That way your whole party isn't stopping every five minutes at a different food booth and maybe you want something, maybe you don't from there. For a snack, I'm heading to Germany to Caramel Kucha, which is just a delicious smelling caramel shop. And they have like a caramel cookie sandwich with like a cream cheese filling in between caramel sauce on top of that and this deliciously soft cookie um, and you can mobile order it and I'm eating it every time that I'm in Epcot. 
All right, to finish off, we are going outside the theme parks and just free-for-all resorts, Disney Springs, where are you getting food? So for breakfast, I honestly love a character breakfast. I sort of feel like wherever you go for a character breakfast, you're getting very much the same type of food. That continental breakfast, sausage, bacon, ham, Mickey-shaped waffles, eggs, all that kind of stuff. So for me, it doesn't really matter so much the meal as the experience. We love the character breakfast at 1900 Park Fair that's currently not open at the Grand Floridian. That was always a fun one. You can do Chef Mickey's, you can do Ohana, um, but if you have a rest day, think about starting your day with that character breakfast. You can do it a little bit later because you're not rushing off to the parks. Um, Topolino's Terrace is amazing. In fact, I should have put that on my list, but I didn't. Uh, the one that I mentioned was Whispering Canyon. So this actually isn't a character breakfast, but over here you do get something a little different because at Whispering Canyon Cafe in the Wilderness Lodge, they have skillet breakfast. And so you can kind of pick a different theme for your skillet, whether, you know, you want the meaty one or you're looking more vegetarian or like fruit and oatmeal, um, but it's all you can eat skillet. They bring it out in the big skillet. You get the fun hijinks. It's delicious. Or character meal. If you want something a little different, look at Topolino's Terrace where you have kind of that, it's in the Riviera Resort, that sort of French inspired vibe to your breakfast. All right, for lunch, I'm headed to Disney Springs to Polite Pig. This is a barbecue joint. It is quick service. You wait at the counter, you order, you have a seat, but it truly is delicious barbecue. Um, there's a good amount of seating down there or you can kind of walk away with your food, but they have a little bit of everything. I've never been disappointed. Great, great spot to grab yourself some lunch on a rest day. For dinner, I'm heading to the Polynesian Resort and eating at Ohana. I just love the food. They do have characters there now. Um, it is a beautiful view of Magic Kingdom and the Polynesian Resort, and that really is just a fun one to visit if you've never been. But at Ohana for dinner, they have family style, and it's all you can eat. And y'all, the meal is just delicious. Noodles, wings, pineapple bread pudding to finish your meal. Take a look at the menu. It is a set price and it is that set menu, but they will bring you all you want it's delicious. Now for a snack, I have two that I wanted to mention. One sweet, one savory. If you are in for something sweet, Beaches and Cream is a restaurant that's going to require a reservation, but it's over at the Beach Club Resort, kind of near the Epcot area, Boardwalk, Yacht Club, all that's over there together. But they do outrageous ice cream treats. So think about the giant milkshakes with the stuff on top. They have a kitchen sink sundae that you can share with like four to six people. Um, but if you're looking for a fun ice cream treat and just little cute diner experience. Definitely try to snag a reservation there. And then if you want something savory, I love the 
poutine little booth at Disney Springs. So poutine, fries, cheese curds, gravy. They do seasonal ones. When I was there last year, they had like a Thanksgiving dinner one that had like turkey and stuffing on it. And so if you just want an over-the-top, delicious, salty snack, check that out at Disney Springs. All right, friends. Well, that was my quick recap of a perfect day of eating at each theme park and around the Walt Disney World Resort. Now I am definitely hungry and going to go grab something that is probably not up to par with these but a girl can dream. So as always, thank you so much for listening. If you need help snagging reservations for your own delicious Disney food or to plan your next magical vacation, contact me over at Fantastical Vacations. I would love to help you get that planned free of charge to you. You can check out the show notes for my Instagram and Facebook info and my email. So as always, thanks so much for listening, friends, and have a magical day. Bye-bye. (music) 